In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is your professor again. Welcome back to another episode of The Realist Lexicon. Today is the day we dive into some conspiracies and conspiracyisms. Yes, I said conspiracyisms. When you're an intellect of my magnitude, you're allowed to make up words. Mo and Azhar really go in on this one. They even wonder if the recording engineer Kennedy has compromised given his, you know, family ties. Listen along as the guys try to thread the needle between informing the public and ending up on a hit list. As they get further and further into the weeds on some of the stuff, I end up having to come in and give my very sophisticated and extremely educated opinion on the matters to clean things up. I hope you enjoy the ride. This is Conspiracies and Conspiracyisms. Joking, not joking. What up, everybody? It's Mo. What's up? This is your boy, Azaru Smart. From Luminary, this is Joking, Not Joking. Everybody's 5%ing about Operation Northwoods. Uh, and I've, I've studied this article. I know I sound like a conspiracy theorist. I you sound, are, man. I am, actually. I mean, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I believe in conspiracy facts. There you go. There, these are and facts. And that was the last time my global entry was accepted. U.S. military wanted to provoke war with Cuba? This is really interesting. They fixed this, Mo. They used to have a different date over here, which is post-9-11. No. And then it was when before. you click it, it was, this is before 9-11. It was before. This is creepy, dude. No, I, I, remember, I remember this. It was yeah, before. Right? It was May 2001. It was four, it was four months before 9-11. Which makes it creepy. In the early 1960s, America's top military leaders reportedly drafted plans to kill innocent people and commit acts of terrorism in U.S. cities to create public support for a war against Cuba. Codename Operation Northwoods. I feel like Jason Bourne's about to show up. This shit always creeps me out, man. I don't really feel comfortable this close to a Kennedy, to be honest with you. No disrespect. <laughs> Who sent you here? No, I'm, just I'm just saying. Like, it's just a little rough. I don't know. I mean, because how do you feel about conspiracy theories? I really want to know his background. It's very fascinating. I'm fascinated with the Kennedys. Yeah, it's pretty amazing that you're a Kennedy and you're, like, just sitting here. It's like this. a turning point in American history. 
Modern history, arguably. Modern history, exactly. Right? Because the ripple effects are global. Huge. Look, you always suspected they weren't in control, right? The president. And when he gets whacked, you expect it to happen like, yeah, of course. Oh, this is the best bit ever. Please play it. Right. Please play it. People oh, should know. Is, people should know about this. We gotta Bill Hicks. put this on blast. I had this feeling who's ever elected president, you go into this smoky room with the scum fucks who got you in there, and it's a shot of a Kennedy assassination you've never seen before. Any questions? Oh my god. This guy was so ahead of his time, it's insane. Oh man, rest in peace. Rest in peace. He's one of the greatest. Bill Hicks. He's one of the greatest. Guy's so amazing. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Bro, his material about Iraq just like made it it's even better now. His commentary yeah. about Saddam and 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 this before they he died before they took him out. He really was just like saw it so clearly. We talked about yeah. We sell you our old shit and just bomb the shit out of you with our new shit. That's all. <laughs> it was so brilliant. That's exactly what they did. Crazy. Yeah, that was like at least probably early 90s when that came out. It was right after the first Gulf War. He was commenting about my life. That's wild. Wild. report 9-11's commission hearing transcript said beginning with passports four of the hijackers passports have survived in whole or in part so the buildings melted basically the steel melted buildings collapsed including building seven down the street but passports which were made of magical substance called bullshit Two were recovered from the crash site of United Airlines Flight 93 in Pennsylvania. These are the passports of Ziad Jarrah and Saeed Al-Ghamdi. One belonged to a hijacker on American Airlines Flight 11. This is the passport of, man, it looks like Satan. Satam Al-Suqami. A passerby picked it up. Oh, my God. A passerby picked it up. And then the baby. This guy was passing by. And then the, the most significant tragic event of the 20th century uh, excuse me, beginning of the 21st century. A gave it to an NYPD detective shortly before the World Trade Center towers collapsed. What are you talking about? So the, the a fourth passport was recovered from luggage that did not make it from a Portland flight to Boston onto the connecting flight, which was an American Airlines Flight 11. This is the passport of Abdul Aziz Al-Omari. What? Are you talking in about? addition to these four, some digital copies of the hijackers' passports were recovered in post 9 11 operations. Two of the passports that have survived, those of Satam al Sukami and Abdul Aziz al Omari, were clearly doctored. To avoid getting into classified detail, we will just state that these were manipulated in a fraudulent manner in ways that have been associated with Al Qaeda. Associated with the Al Qaeda by us by saying that they are indeed associated with them. Because we made that shit in the first place. Uh, bro, that... The fuck that are you talking sentence, about, dog? That, that sentence is unbelievable. <laughs> Beginning with the passports, four of the hijackers' passports have survived in whole or in part. Two were recovered from the crash site of the United Airlines Flight 93 in Pennsylvania. 
These are the passports of Ziad Jarrah and Saeed Al-Gamdi. One belonged to a hijacked American Airlines Flight 11. This is the passport of Satam Al-Suqami. A passerby, just a passenger, just somebody walking. Rando, total just, rando. Who walks a towards the, the explosion? A jogger, one. a random jogger yeah. just saw the planes crash. Let's go for a jog. Great time to go for the jog. He caught it in midair. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was about? juggling. He was juggling. Like, what if it could belong to somebody who was running away from the explosion that fell out of their pocket? What do you, like, it just magically flew out. How is this possible? No, not only did the jogger just catch it, when he was wild, and then he also found a NYPD detective nearby. It was like, hey, hold on a minute. This might be evidence from yeah, the crash. Yes. <laughs> it passed by, go. picked it up, and detective. gave it to NYPD. This is turned into an episode of Law & Order. Bro, this is like a bad writer's room came up with this. Yes, Straight exactly. Up. Exactly. It's like terrible, like... You know, you write, right, like, guys. you write WB sitcoms, and this is, like, what you came up with. Like, I got an idea. Here's a yeah, picture. Exactly. Right? Here's a picture. Right? We got to get the fourth fourth passport, right? What if there's just a jogger going by? <laughs> yes. He just, he just sees, he's like, yo, this is, is this a passport? Oh. Wait a second. This might have some. Officer, officer. He turns out to be a detective. Yeah, right? yeah. Not a cop, a detective. He's like, I'm not an officer. I'm actually a detective. You know how hard I worked to earn this position? Yeah, see? I've been uh, with the NYPD detective squad for the last uh, 25 years. I'm almost retired. Yeah. What is this? What is this? Is this a passport? I don't know. I was oh. just jogging. Oh, and my I found God. This, looks like it's a partial passport. Oh, this is Some a passport. Some kind of scary yeah. Arab on there. Oh, this must be one of the hijackers in that building right there. You already know it was a hijacking? Yeah, it was crazy. See, uh, of course it's a hijacker. I'm a, I'm a fucking detective. I put it all together in a matter of seconds, see? If you knew better, like I knew better, because I've been doing this for 25 years, man. I've seen this kind of thing before. You've seen planes fly into buildings? Yeah, and 99.9% .9 of the time, whenever a passport is found anywhere in the vicinity, it's obviously, immediately, the hijacker. Especially if his name is Satam Al-Sukami. Did you say Satan? No, I said Saddam. Saddam? No, no, not Saddam. Saddam al Sukami. It's Saeed al Gamdi. Let me tell you, yeah, that's definitely a name of a terrorist. Holy Ziyad shit. Rock, well, well, he's obviously one of the one of the fucking guys who flew this plane right into the World Trade Center. By the way, we should probably start walking away because I think the building is about to collapse on us. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Bro, this is unbelievable. <laughs> it's the most insane thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> no, the, the next sentence. Bro. In addition to, in addition to these four, yeah. some digital copies of the hijackers' passports were recovered in this is post what 11 operations. This is what happened. This is what happened. They'd be like, hey, guys. We miscounted how many passports we needed. Oh, shit. What are we, we doing now? We only have six. We need two more. Just say we found them in the luggage. We said we found one. Found them in the we found luggage. one in the luggage. Luggage survived. <laughs> no, that was the, it was the luggage that did not make it from a Portland flight. Oh, it didn't. The didn't even make it. It didn't make it. It was conveniently left they behind. Were light, they were really late to the hijacking. They barely made the hijacking. <laughs> so their luggage. Why would you check in a bag? Straight up. This Why is, would the fuck would you check in a bag? You're about to die, bro. We want to leave his passport Just behind as evidence. What if I change my mind? You never know. What if I change my mind mid-flight? I'm not going to do this hijacking now. Talk all the guys into it. We land in Pittsburgh, and I don't have any underwear. That's a fucking situation I don't want to be in. And I left my passport in the bag. God forbid. God forbid. If it does go, it's gone. Who cares? Now they know. People can know I was on here. Mainly my family needs to know. But yeah, he obviously wasn't successful at talking him out of it. It's so fucking absurd, I can't... I'll try to read the rest now, because it's like... This is so unbelievable, actually. In addition to these four... Some, dig, some digital copies of the... High, a four-year-old can put together digital copies. Some digital copies, just some. Just some. Not, we don't even know... Which ones? Okay. Hijackers' passports were recovered in post-9-11 operations. To the passports that have survived, those of Satam al-Suqami and Abdul Aziz al-Omari, uh, were clearly doctored. To avoid getting into classified detail, we will just state that these were manipulated in a fraudulent manner in ways that have been associated with al-Qaeda. What does that mean? so vague, bro. Hold on. They have printers in the caves? They have like probably. I mean, it must be. They sad. have like a 007 type situation where they Elon Musk where they move like a giant stone, and they're like, "Yalla Habibi, Yalla Taarod." Wi-Fi, fi Wi-Fi, fi Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, fi Wi-Fi, fi Wi-Fi, fi Wi-Fi, yeah, Alhamdulillah, fi Wi-Fi. Shoe passport, la password, password. We don't have lights. It's always Asia. This is wild, bro. Since the passports of 15 of the hijackers did not survive, we cannot make firm factual statements about their documents, unlike the firm factual statements we've made above regarding <laughs> bullshit passports and joggers and nearby detectives. But from what we know about Al-Qaeda Al Al passport practices and other information, we believe it is possible that six more of the hijackers presented passports that had some of these same clues to their association with Al-Qaeda. Other kinds of passport markings can be highly suspicious. To avoid getting into the classified details, we will just call these suspicious indicators. Just stop. Yeah, just stop. Just please, just stop. Bro, this is so vague, bro. Anytime they don't have a plausible explanation, they'll say, to avoid getting into classified details about how we're just making this shit up right now. Two of the hijackers, Khalid Mehdar, and Salem al-Hazmi presented passports that had such suspicious indicators. We know now that each of these two hijackers possessed at least two passports 
How? All of their known passports. They can get passports. Okay, fine. All of their known passports. Uh, no, I'm saying, how do they know? Indicators. We know now that each we of these. We have evidence that these other hijackers, Nawaf al Hazmi, oh, we got bros in there. Hazmi, Ahmed al Gamdi, and Ahmed al Hazwani, al Haznawi, may have presented passports containing these suspicious indicators. But their passports did not survive the attacks, so we cannot be sure. 15 of the 99 jackets and Saudi nationals. These were significant security weaknesses in the Saudi government. Issuance of Saudi passports in the period when the visas to the hijackers were issued. Two of the Saudi 9-11 hijackers may have obtained their passports legitimately or legitimately with the help of members of the government. I don't understand. Why do you need, like, fake passports when you're going to go kill yourself? Just to get through the security and get through the gate check and get on the plane. You know, you got to get a passport. You have to have a passport. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Just, just, no, I understand. I'm saying why, but do they have records? You mean like they're suspected already as part of? I don't know, man. The whole thing just sounds so suspicious. You talk you about suspicious this thing apart. This whole story has suspicious indicators. <laughs> so many. There are a lot of suspicious indicators about the commission. Report. The biggest one: the guy catching, finding the passport on the side, bro. The plane just flew into the building. You ran over to find a passport. It's a contained aircraft. It's not. How did it just crash and fly away? That's and, the one just flew out of his pocket. It's a Bollywood movie, bro. It's ridiculous. It's literally a Bollywood it's bad movie. Bad writers' room came up with this. It's about cue the guy shooting at a car and explodes. <laughs> and then the car just explodes. It just flies over him, and the person falls. And he catches them, but the only person that dies is the tenant that dies. The girl that was kidnapped falls out, catches her because he's Superman, and he gives her a kiss. This is what we're talking dun, 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 This is it. And then Inspector Saxena <laughs> was nearby. I do have a theory that the corporations do train the public to certain ideas so they can accept them over time and then introduce the bigger ideas. This is, you know, psychology, you know, foot and door technique, introducing small ideas over a long period of time to accept the bigger idea. I do believe that. Like Minority Report, people were like, he was sliding videos with his fingers just looking at it just sliding finger people thought that was absolutely insane only a few years later essentially we have the iphone where you're swiping pictures and you're doing that it's definitely a cheap tinder tinder <laughs> tinder i'm saying like that's there so yeah final report on world trade center building seven. Oh my god building seven is its own 10 hours of conversation i mean which can be summed up in five seconds which is like bro nobody can explain this Found report of the National Institute of Standards and Technology, investigation of the collapse of World Trade Center Building 7, conducted under the National Construction Safety Team Act. This report described, they just want you to read all this bullshit so you quit. <laughs> That's all they want. They're like, okay, you know what? It just, it's true. I mean, it's so, it's so frustrating that they're like, all these dozens of pages of this 130-page report to tell you 2 plus 2 equals 4. Like... Bro, the building collapsed, and clearly nobody can rationally explain what the hell happened. Let's leave it at that. 
None of these reports seem to offer any rational explanation. Please welcome back to the show, the genius professor. I can tell you exactly how it happened. Uh, the building seven collapse was a very simple thing. It's just the other two buildings that are adjacent to it, the World Trade Center One, I believe it's called. It's uh, the Twin Towers, as commonly referred to, well, they collapsed. And therefore, the vibrations in the sheer wind that was blowing through the heat got on Building 7, made the structural beams flimsy, and then in quite unbelievable fashion started collapsing on one, into, one on top of the other. It was, it was, that's what happened. So, Professor Wood, how do you respond to people who refuse to accept this explanation? It's absolutely absurd. They are just, you know, regular people that don't understand fully of how physics and quantum physics actually works and the celestial complexities that are involved in this situation. So you're an expert in this area? Absolutely, yes. I see. Can, can I have you... 10 PhDs that I earned just by my size of my brain and ability to just process information faster than anybody else on this planet. Ten different PhDs. I do, and 50 master's degrees. <laughs> I don't know I don't know why you find this funny, sir. You are just a regular person speaking to a genius. Genius. Well, that's it for this episode of Joking Not Joking. Until next time, stay real, dum-dums. Joking Not Joking is a Luminary Original. Original audio production, music, and sound design by Salt. Executive produced by Noah Gersh, Jamie Shuffman, Nick Panama, and Kenzie Wilbur. Head of Creative, Jordan Galvin. Head of Production, Liz LeMay. Head of Post-Production, Robert Adler. Produced by Imran Ali Malik and Aaron Kennedy. Supervising Producers, Ali Strobel, and Alice Bierne. Post-production supervisor, Ali Honore. Edited by Jeffrey Muchnick and Aaron Kennedy. Sound design and music by Matthew Cellelli. Mixed by Aaron Kennedy. Recorded by Aaron Kennedy, Zach Jurich, and Mario Borgata. Guest booking by Drive Entertainment and Hager Eldos. Additional music, courtesy of Extreme Music. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.